desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house, Simon was his name, and sat down to eat at the table. And behold, here it is, y'all. A woman in this city, what was she, y'all? She was a sinner. <laughs> what did she do? When she knew that Jesus sat at me in the Pharisee's house, she bought an alabaster box of ointment. Now, one thing about this place is she was not an invited guest. But she took it upon her own to go into the house of the Pharisee because she knew that Jesus was there and that Jesus was the only one that could help her situation. She didn't care that she was not invited. She knew she had to get to Jesus. Yes. Because Jesus was the only one that had to fix. Yes. But what she needed. So she stood at the feet behind him weeping. She began to wash his feet with tears and she did wipe them with the hairs of her head. She kissed his feet and she anointed his feet with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee which had inviting him, saw it, he spake within himself. Now, listen, let me back up here. The word Pharisee means separated one. Uh -huh. He was an overly religious individual. Yeah. Thought he had it all, but he was missing the very thing that he, that he thought that he had. Pharisee is likened to an over-religious person. But yet, a Pharisee is a type of a sinner who feels as if they are already good. These times, they don't see the true condition. And they feel as if they are already all right or they are already saved. But in reality, my brothers and sisters, these types are likened unto a Pharisee. Because they are what you call a separated one. I do some teaching here. So here Jesus is contrasting between an overly religious person or that type of sinner who feels like they just don't need Jesus because they think they've already got him. But he puts it in contrast to a sinner, the woman, who is deep in her sin. So the Pharisee, when he saw this in verse number 38, he said, this man, if this man was truly a prophet, Then he would have known who this woman is. Yeah. 
prophet, he ought to know what type of woman this is. He ought to know that she's deep in her sin. He ought to know that she's out there. If he was a prophet, he ought to know. But look at here, look at here. When Jesus answered and said unto Simon, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto you. And he said, Master, say it. So he said, there was a certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 pence or denarii, which was the daily wage for the average worker back in those days. And the other one owes 50. But notice verse number 42. And when they had nothing to pay. Do y'all see that? He frankly forgave them both. Now both had a debt that they could not pay. But he graciously forgave them and canceled all of their debts. If I had a text for today, it would be my debt is canceled. All right, man. <laughs> my debt is canceled. It was canceled by the blood of Jesus. Jesus, who did not owe a debt, died so that we could be out of debt. Notice here, notice here. Sign the answer. When he, when he, when he, when they had another pain, he gave him both. He said, "Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most?" Simon answered and said, "Well, I suppose that he, to whom he forgave most." Amen. And he said unto him, "You has rightly judged." And turned to the woman. And said unto Simon, Do you see this woman right here? I entered into your house, but you didn't give me no water for my feet. All right, come on. Now. Come on. Mm -hmm. But this same woman who was deep in her sins, yes, <laughs> this same woman whom y'all is looking down at as a Pharisee, amen, y'all. This same woman whom y'all is telling she ain't no good. She is washing my feet yes, with her tears yeah. and she had wiped them with the hairs of her head. You went on to say in verse number 5, 45, Simon, you did not give me no kiss. All right. This woman, since I came, the time I've come, in, she had not ceased to kiss my feet. Yes, do y'all see that here? Yes, Come on. She said, he said, my head with oil. You did not anoint. Good God, glory. But this woman had anointed my feet with ointment. Yes, Notice what he said. Wherefore I say unto her. Her sins, notice. Which are many. <laughs> do y'all see that right there? Her sins, which are many, are forgiven. 
was her sins forgiven. Because she had enough faith. Number one, she had to know who she was. She knew she was a sinner. She knew she had many sins that she had to deal with. Help me, Lord Jesus. She knew she was in a, a wretched condition. But when she heard that Jesus was at the Pharisee's house, she said, I got to go in even though I have not been invited. Look at here, y'all. Even though I have not, I'm not like the Pharisee. Even though I don't go to church every single day. Am I right, somebody? Even though I might not pray every single day. Even though I might not fast. Even though I might not read my Bible. I heard of a man named Jesus. And I know my sins are many. I need to get in the presence of the Lord Jesus. So I can give me some help over here. Can you say, heal me, O oh Lord? Heal me, O oh Lord. 
Oh yeah, I can see it on your faces. It's supposed to that that still got some hurt on you. But my Lord and my God, can you ask the Lord to heal you? My Lord, you've been hurt. Sometimes you've been hurt in your own family. Sometimes you've been hurt in the church. Sometimes you've been hurt by your husband, hurt by your wife, hurt by your kids. But I dare you to say, heal me, O Lord. I shall be healed. Yes, Lord. That's Thank that you. faith. Thank you, Jesus. That's that faith that you got to have. Yes. Watch this one. Save me. Save me, Lord. Put a word save down. Put a word save down. Watch, 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 watch it up. Uh-huh. My Lord, my God, look here. Yes, Let me see if it's got the word deliver something. To be saved, to secure, to avenge. Help me, Lord. Bring me safety. Ah, go, go back. That word saving also means deliverance. Lord. Come on.
Bethesda means house of mercy. Yes, sir. House of mercy, my brother and sister. Notice having five porches. And these lay a great multitude of impotent folks. Yes. Now the church is a house of mercy, just in case you ain't know. In right. these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, blind folks, halt, women, just waiting for the movement of the water. So this is the house of mercy. And every single one of us is impotent in some type of condition. Look at how long you've been in church. There's still something that you need from the Lord in your spirit. Amen, somebody. So, so the beautiful thing I like about it is, is that there was no stones to be thrown. Whatever condition the organist has. That's his condition. Uh -huh. That's right. But one thing about it is that he got a condition. <laughs> Whatever condition I got, that's my condition. But I still got a condition. Uh -huh. Amen, y'all. We all have a condition. Your condition might just might just be different from my condition. Yes. Uh -huh. But notice what these folks did, though, though. They all had to get to the place where they could get some better. And that place was called Bethesda. You have to get to the place where you can get some help. And that place is called Full Life Apostolic Temple. Amen, somebody. And notice when they got to the place, they was not completely healed right then and there. They had to wait. My Lord, my God. So when I come into the church, I might not be completely healed, but I just got to keep coming and I got to wait. Notice they was waiting for the movement of the water. My Lord and my God. Go down if you will. Because what happened was that an angel went down at a certain season into the pool. Now see, you might have been in the church a few times and you might have said, well, Lord, what's going on with me? You just got to wait until your season of change comes. Amen, somebody. Amen. One thing about it, we ain't all been changed overnight. But as long as I keep coming, I know that God is going to send my season to deliver my soul. So this angel went down at a certain season to the pool. And what he did was he just troubled the water. The water moved back and forth. He troubled the water. Yeah. My Lord and my God. My Lord troubled the waters in my life. Yes, sir. Somebody say, Lord, trouble the waters in my life. Yes, look here, look here. Right there, right. And whosoever then first, after the angel troubled the water, stepped in, was made whole of what sort of disease that he had. Yeah. Now, one thing about it is all you got to do is you just got to keep coming. See, you you really create a shortcut in your life when you come, God give you the word and you don't come back. They had, they didn't have no, they, 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 they could not go nowhere because they knew that this wasn't good. If I'm the first one that steps in, I'm about to give me some deliverance over here. So there ain't nowhere that I can go. I got to wait. 
accept them in whatever condition that they had. Amen, y'all. Uh, they, 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 they wasn't studying nobody else's condition. See, I ain't studying what type of condition you got. That ain't my deal. That between you and God. Amen. I just want the Lord to come and trouble the water in your season. So when your season comes, you can get some deliverance. Come on, somebody. You can get some healing. You can be made free of your condition.
and God is always working. Uh-huh. Ain't it funny Jesus didn't tell him, this is how you're going to be made whole. This, this, this is how you're going to be made whole. He ain't, he ain't trying to hear all that. That's, that's way too much noise for Jesus. You know, there's 
told him, now you got to rise up. Rise up. Uh, uh, don't, 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 don't sit there in that condition. Don't sit there in that hurt. Don't sit there in that pain. Don't sit there in those troubles. Don't sit down in those afflictions. Just rise up. Amen, somebody. Take up your hand and start walking. I guarantee if you just start walking, God will make a way out of your way. If you just start walking, God will help your mind. If you just start walking, God will deliver you. If you just start walking.
Come on, come on. The altar was a place where I came where I knew I needed to lay some things down. Yeah. Amen, somebody. You might need to lay some depression down. Yeah. You might need to lay some pain down. Yeah. You might need to lay some hatred down. My Lord and my God. I like using these. Because this is what I used to do out there. I had to lay the mad dog down at the altar. Yeah, I had to get these things up. Amen. But I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, it don't matter what you're doing. God just want to know where you be made But I need to lose a couple pounds here. 
about 196, but I need to get down to about 170s, 180s. Y'all, I'm talking about me right now, y'all. So right now, I'm standing here, uh -huh, and I need to lose a few pounds. But I want to experience how many pounds we need to lose in our life. What's some things that's holding us down? If my mad dog 2020 hold me down, you know that that weighs about one or two pounds. Is my pack of Newport hold me down? Is my Hennessy and my Remy, amen. Oh, is, 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 is my crack, is all that stuff is holding me down. If it's holding you down, you need to give it up, my Lord and my God. You need to bring it down to the altar. Leave it at the altar. Shed a few pounds spiritually. Let the Lord take it away from you. Jesus died so our debts could be paid. Yes. Jesus died so our debts could be paid. Yes, sir. I'm about to close but five of that scripture. It says, I will not be brought under the power of any first Corinthians 6 and verse number 12. It says, All things are lawful unto me. But all things are not expedient. All things are lawful. In other words, God don't want you to do just what you want to do. But notice what Brother Paul said. He said, but I will not be brought under the power of evil. Do y'all see that right there? I'm not going to be brought under the power of Mad Dog no more. I'm not going to be brought under the power of my Newport cigarettes no more. All those things that I used to do when I was in the streets, I'm not going to be brought under the power of that no more. Now that I belong to Jesus, I'm going to be brought under the power of Jesus Christ. Freedom. Freedom. There's freedom right there, y'all. That's freedom. Not being brought under the power of evil. Can I tell you something here? The longer you are in church, the more God starts to free you. Yes. Amen, y'all. There are some things that still got power over us. Yes. My Lord, it can be something as little as I'm looking at my brother and my sister on. Right. Or when somebody walks in the door, I, I, the first thing I see, I'm automatically judging them. My Lord and my God, but I don't want to be brought under the power of any but Jesus and Jesus alone. Freedom, freedom, freedom. So as I close here, look at the book of Acts chapter number two. And this is one of my favorite scriptures, verse number 21. Acts 2 and 21. My Lord, it says that it shall come to pass that whosoever I love that. Because whosoever includes every single person in here today. Amen. Well, what about me? This is what I'm doing. Whosoever includes you too. You know what I love about the Lord? Is that God can free any condition. 
So it really don't matter what condition you're in, God can free you. And that's what I love. When you can see somebody who was turned out come to the church. God bring them to the church and God changes them on the inside. Come on. It's real. It's real. That's the beauty Amen. of the church. Because uh -huh. we got so many folks out there in the streets that just don't believe that they can be saved. But will somebody help you tell the devil you're alive? The Bible says, and it shall come to pass. Now go, go, go back up. I need to show you something. Notice it says, and it shall. That's an affirmative statement. No matter what type of doubt that comes in your mind, this right here knocks it all out. And it shall come to pass. Yeah. That whosoever includes anybody shall call on the name of the Lord, mm -hmm. shall be saved. Now look at this word saved. This is different from what we just saw. But it's all the same. Y'all see the word deliver? Mm -hmm. My messages are geared towards deliverance because of where we are. We in the hood. <laughs> and folks need deliverance in their hoods and all around the world but when I'm up here my job is to preach the word of God that it make it down in the heart and deliver you so we look at save but we think save as, as in salvation now save also includes being delivered go down go back if you will Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Hallelujah. Lord, deliver my soul. Now, go back, go down to Acts 2 and 36. I close it down. Therefore, let all the house of Israel show me that God made that same Jesus whom he crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they got agitated in the heart. That's where you got to be. The word of God got to be designed to touch you in your heart. Touch you. And he said unto them, said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter said unto them, repent. And be baptized, every one of you. In the name. Y'all see that? In the name. In the authority. Of Jesus Christ. Notice what it's for. It's for the remission of my sins. And so all of my sins can be washed away. Yeah, see that? And then he said, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now let me close this out in the book of John 3, in verse number 3. Real quick here. We, we, we can see something. 
Jesus answered and said to him, Very well, I say to you, notice, except a man is born again. Born again is a change that takes place down in the heart.
of Jesus that was shed must not be shed in vain in your life. You got to be covered. How? By going down in that name. That name of the one that shed the blood got to be called over you. When it's called over you now, that blood has been applied to your soul. And he said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And then God said, be born of the Spirit. Now when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, he will empower you to live the life that he called you to live. Amen, somebody. And though I might make a mistake, the Holy Ghost ain't left me, y'all. But the Holy Ghost is there convicting me and telling me, go on and get that thing right. Yeah, everybody understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't talking about no church where you just come and just do anything and other thing and you all right, y'all. I'm talking about a church where you can come and experience the real Jesus. How many of y'all want to experience the real Jesus? Don't give me no fake Jesus. Give me the real one.
As a child of God, you always want to go on a higher level. You always want to be higher than you were the year before. Or the day before. You always want to go higher. You never want to go backwards. So he said, if any man is thirsting for righteousness, if any man is thirsting to be made whole, if any man is thirsting for a, a change in your life, he said, let him come unto me. Notice, he said, let him, in other words, I'm not going to force you, I'm just going to give you the opportunity to come. And drink. Verse number 7, verse number 38, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Here's the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost is the power of God in your life. Operating and being active help you to live a spiritually fruitful life. And when God gives you the Holy Ghost, The evidence is that she will speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God giveth the utterance. Now it's, it's not going to be yeah 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 ba 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 ha ba ha ba 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 ba. But it's going to be the Spirit speaking out of you in a language that you've never heard before. To my brothers and sisters, I always say this around Christmas time that if you have not received the gift of salvation, the gift of salvation is given free. What is it? The Lord will wash you with his blood. And he'll fill you with his spirit. We all got to have that, y'all. Before you get out of here, you got to have it. Don't be like the Pharisee and think that just because he was religious-minded that he had everything that he needed, but he, yet he lacked the very things that he truly needed. We must come like that woman. In our many sins, we must come to Jesus just like we are. Humble, knowing that, Lord, I am in need of something greater than what I have. And let me tell you, I'm going to close. I, I feed off of church. See, when God gave you the Holy Ghost, you start to feed off the church. There is like an energy that draws you to the church. It, it, it starts to draw you. 
And it's like he don't want to be nowhere else but there. My brothers and sisters, is there something in your life that you're missing? If it is, then come on down. Let God fill that void 